You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast, a podcast dedicated to discussing common challenges and, more importantly, successes with eating plant-based. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan. And I'm Bob. Welcome. Let's talk about whole food plant-based lifestyle and how to incorporate that in our lives. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition. Welcome, everybody. We're back. Uh, Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast. Uh, I'm Dr. Dan. I'm Bob. Ready here to uh, enjoy this conversation. Welcome back, Bob. Good to be here, Did you, you have a good week? Oh yeah, I did. Uh, and the uh, a great bike ride uh, up and down the Mississippi with the grandson the other day, the oldest grandson. Yeah. We started out down near the uh, the new I seventy four bridge, uh, rode all the way down to the baseball park, John O'Donnell, and back. And uh, it's a beautiful day, and uh, so life is all good. How about you? I had a great week too. Uh, had some days off and went out camping. Believe it or not. Mm. Yeah. So when, where would you end up? We went to uh, Cedar Falls. My son had a trap meet up there. Okay. So we camped with all the dads, and and uh, we had a good time. Great, yeah. great. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, today, today's topic uh, is going to be negative sad eaters. So we'll talk about what happens whenever you run into people who, when you tell them you're eating a plant-based lifestyle, and they look down their nose at you and say, you're nuts. What are you doing? I know the feeling. I've been there. They can look down, or it uh, it can be the uh, it can be the uh, physical uh, use of words, or the expression on the face, or many times a combination of both. And uh, so I've been there with that. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what? What do you do whenever you meet somebody, and it could be a coworker, it could be a friend of yours, and you say, "Hey, you know what? I, I can't do that restaurant, or can we pick a different restaurant because uh, there's nothing on that menu for me to eat." Uh, I, I make it as a matter of fact as as, as possible. Um, you know, and I'm very honest. Um, I, I tell them that uh, you know, I had a plant-based diet. It works for me. Uh, this is, uh, this is uh, how I eat and uh, like to pick a place that uh, we both agree on. And I give them some options. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I, I, and we've talked about that. And I, I mean, we being the person I'm, I'm talking with, they have this discussion and I'll talk to them about... Maybe we could go to this Mexican restaurant, or maybe we could go to this uh, Thai restaurant, and things of that. If we both know we're gonna eat, uh, so there, there, there are sometimes we're having discussions where we're gonna eat. Where I, I know the person's really hardcore, and they want to get that. They want to go to uh, a restaurant that is ninety nine percent meat and cheese, and. Maybe at that point, if I'm, if it's a planned in advance and I'm not hungry, I'll just say, great, we'll go there. But I eat before I go there. And then when I get there, I have a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And and I don't make a big deal of it. And I, my mindset is on 
the relationship and what we're going to talk about, not whether I ate a meal with them. And if they want to enjoy the meal talk, fine, and, and I can live without the meal. But that's taken a while. That wasn't something that happened just immediately. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some good strategies there. Uh, yeah, it, it, it can be tough. You know, I, I spend, and my family will tell you this, is I spend an exorbitant amount of time planning my meals. So I probably know at least a day in advance. Eh, maybe not a day, but you know, I definitely know where my next meal is coming before it comes around. So if I have somebody I'm going out with, uh, most people know me. They they know I'm a plant based eater, so they'll they'll realize that they may have to make a um, not so much a sacrifice, but they may not be able to go to the exact restaurant that they want to go to right off right. the bat. But you're right. Give don't just say, "Hey, I'm only eating at this restaurant." You know, give right. give them a couple options. Right. I, all right. Exactly. If they want to go get a burger, you can probably find some place where they can get their burger that you can eat something on the menu. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Because there's more of a likelihood after time, I think, for myself, I as a plant-based vegan eater, it's easier for me now to make the switch and say, okay, I'm gonna have a salad. I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have fruit, or I'm gonna go to this breakfast place and I'm gonna have oatmeal, or I'm gonna go to this breakfast place and the only thing they really have is a fruit dish. Okay, I'll eat fruit for breakfast. Yeah. Well, we would get together sometimes uh, when I used to be working, and we'd have a, a get together and we would go. Uh, uh, it's kind of on topic, but I'll make it quick. We would get together for a, a Christmas event. And we knew they were having the Christmas event at a uh, a local family type restaurant that uh, uh, served a variety of foods, a diner kind of like. And I I go, but I go knowing I wasn't going to be eating egg and eggs and cheese. And uh, you know it's okay. I have my my uh, my my fruit, and uh, I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. In, in the Midwest, it, it's it can be tough for breakfast. We we in the Midwest love uh, breakfast, and we love to eat breakfast that's not quite healthy for us a lot. <laughs> you know, the uh, the when I was in residency, we always got meals with our uh, breakfast for our lectures and it always had some kind of pork product on there it was either ham or bacon right. or sausage but it 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 always had that on the on the the buffet there exactly. so, and that that was you know young doctors so uh one of the i think we forgot to do right off the bat because we talked about negative sad eaters there may be mm. viewers out there or listeners out there uh, I guess there could be viewers. It'd probably be a pretty big right, right, right. Yeah, the uh, but what what does SAD mean? The acronym uh, SAD uh, Standard so. American Diet. Yep. And and usually how I interpret that, uh, and the reason I think the word is called SAD for right. short, or that acronym came forth, is the uh, the challenges it poses from a medical perspective, and you know, my opinion. Uh, medical in terms of your internal organs and how that affects your body from mm -hmm. uh, 
in general due to all the preservatives and excess fats and sugars. Uh, so it's sad. It's not a happy thing. Uh, but standard American diet is your processed foods, your um, uh, things that, uh, food substances that there's no natural form to them. The processed meats where, you know, where does pastrami come from or uh, where does that slice of bologna or bologna with the little circles of the uh, of the uh, the olive in it, there isn't a baloney with an olive circle tree or plant out there. No. I mean, we created that in a factory, and then gave it to people with a package of uh, mayonnaise and said, "This is food. Eat it." Mm-hmm. Well, neither one you know, exists, so it's a it's a sad diet that leads to from like inflammation. Uh, and in, in many ways, a lot of uh, negative uh, consequences and uh, diseases and syndromes. Yeah. And, and when we're talking about, too, we're ta- talking about uh, negative, sad eaters. You know, there are people in our everyday lives. But what we're talking about is how do you interpret those relationships? How do you build those relationships? And one thing to realize and remember is every one of us is in a different point in time in a different p- different part of our journey. So... Uh, with with me, I've chosen to eat a, a plant based diet because it, it helps with my health. Some people, they food doesn't really have that meaning to them yet. They don't see it as something that affects their health. So why would they right. change it? Right. My my, uh, I'm going to delve a little bit into some of my personal experiences. If uh, I I I think it's a, and that's what I can talk about most. Uh, when I first started eating healthy and also switched to eating vegan plant-based, what would routinely happen to me, and this is the setting, office, lunchroom, you know, office, whether, you, whether, whether you're out there, work at a, a department store, you work at a factory and there's a picnic area you can eat. You work on a job on a construction site and you and the, the other people there go off at your pickup truck and you break the lunchbox and you're eating there. So no matter where you are, a lot of times you eat with people. But for me, since I was in an office building, we had a lunchroom. It was kind of like a work area lunchroom. We'd all go in there and sit out. It gave us a place uh, uh, to congregate. But what would routinely happen, especially when I first started, it only happened a couple of times, but I think I very effectively ended it. Uh, I would get the rude comment. And imagine a table where there's probably like 10 or 12 people sitting around it. That was what I was dealing with. It was a large table or tables placed together. And one person routinely, but it would happen on other occasions with other people, would look at me and they turned to me, and, and and I could see this inquisitive look on their face. Then I saw a sour face. It wasn't an expression of, like, I'm, I'm interested in what you're eating. They look at my food, and they look at it, and they'd cock their head, and then they'd get a sour face. And the face wasn't like, oh, I have an interesting question to ask you, Bob. 
No, so it was a sour face. And this question was not asked anybody else around the table. It was directed to me because I had fruits and vegetables and very few other people had that. So the person would look at me and I was, I had a big mix salad with a whole bunch of stuff in there. And this person said with a sour face, head cocked, and then almost like they had taken a lemon ball or an extra drink lemon ball or almost squeezed an entire lemon in their mouth. And then, yeah, their mouth contorted and they looked and they said, what is that? You know, like, oh my goodness gracious. And so no one else got that question. So what I, I don't know if I did this the very first time, but over time I realized this, this would work. So I was brutally honest and very calm. And I would list out every food and spice that I placed in there. And I would say, oh, okay, I'm glad you asked. Um, what I've got here is I've got kale, I've got mixed greens, uh, jalapenos, I've got some uh, uh, brown rice, radish seed. Uh, oh, right there, it's it's black barley. And and over here, that's a radish. And, and, and for dressing, maybe you can see glimmer of it, I've got some apple cider vinaigrette with the mother. And... Uh, yeah, that's, I, I just love this dish. Mm -hmm. And then, and of course, they knew I was being sarcastic, but um, but I wasn't rude back. And then I very politely, but not with a sour face, and I was acting, right. uh, but, but pleasantly look at what they had in front of them, and then what they had was a styrofoam box with a piece of chicken, fried chicken, take out from the cafeteria, mashed potatoes or or fries with cheese on them, and then usually a fudge brownie the size of a large bagel. <laughs> and so I would look at them with a pleasant face, and I would ask seriously, I'd say, um, wow, and, and, and what do you have to eat today? That looks great. And Or maybe I'd leave out the those things. <laughs> what, what are you eating today? Right. And usually I would get um, an expression uh, that would be not verbal, but uh, a hand gesture, or <laughs> I would get uh, a look away and some, some, some utterance. And then effectively that ended um, pretty much forever the snide questions and food remarks around the lunch table and everybody was happy with what Bob was eating and it just, it just, it just put it to rest. Yeah, that, that reminds me of whenever I, I go to conferences with, with the physicians uh, because the, the majority of physicians are not plant-based. So whenever we have, at these conferences, a lot yeah. of times we'll have group dinners where we sit yeah. around the table with a bunch of different physicians and, and eat. And, and I always order a vegan meal. Right. And uh, it, it's always interesting because whenever uh, my food comes out, I remember one time I, I had uh, some fresh vegetables and some polenta, and they made like a marinara to put right. on it. Uh -huh. And polenta is kind of a ground corn compressed, and it, it's very tasty. Okay. And then the other doctors, you know, they had some vegetables, and either chicken or fish. Usually it's chicken or fish. Mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, some potatoes. I can't remember if they were mashed or not. But uh, I always get comments from the other doctors, and they're very positive. They're like, oh, was that on the menu? That looks awesome. 
You know, so quite often they'll look at what I'm eating and say that's that A, it looks different, which is nice because when you go to a lot of these conferences, you always get the chicken or the fish with the vegetable. And I mean, you, you know what you're getting. Right, it right. doesn't taste bad, but it tastes very, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it's not new and different. It's not something that, that is, uh, um, that, that you would go to a, a restaurant and, and yeah. order because it piques your interest. It's just food. So uh, it's it's kind of a neat experience from that standpoint because uh, you, you do get to taste different foods that you didn't even know you were going to get in a setting where normally you just get the same old, same old. But that was because you ordered that special. I right. Okay. Right. And then would they – it gave you an opportunity to talk to them about that. Did it lead to any other comments? Were they – they leave it alone at that point. It's not. Or? It's not normally a long, drawn out process. Okay. I mean, we do know as a as a medical profession that eating more fruits and vegetables is good for us, and we know that you know that you're you're not supposed to eat tons of of meat and yeah. dairy. There, there, it hasn't quite come around yet to where we've accepted that dairy is probably not good for us. Um, I foresee that probably in the next five or ten years. I know the America, uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, USDA guidelines. Uh, they really made a push this year when they were redoing those to to try and and push dairy off of the the recommend or the recommendations. But it didn't quite make it yet. I, I know in Canada it has that in Canada dairy is not a a recommended food as far as their their dietary guidelines. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting. It's interesting to hear you talk about the doctors from the perspective that we all have different groups of people that we're around that are, you know, sad, sad diet eaters. Uh, right. Because we all have different, uh, you know, some of us are, uh, you know, it, it, as you are in the medical field, some of us like me now, I'm retired, so my my group of people that I get together with are different. Uh some people work in schools, so we're all going to face different groups, not face, but be engaged with different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think, you know, because of the amount of time we stay out of our houses, and uh, we're all going to come in different contacts. So the sooner that we, uh, when you start a plant-based, talking to the, everyone out there listening, but... When you start eating plant-based, uh, I, I think you're definitely going to have to expect to have what you eat questioned. Yeah, and yeah. And so don't, you, you can give them the plain answer like I talked about and be a little bit sarcastic back, or at least... you. A tool that can be used when you're starting is, you know, I'm I'm eating this salad. I'm I'm very comfortable with that. It's working for me right now. I feel great. Mm-hmm. And you can leave it at that. You don't have to go out there and tell the person you're sitting across that, uh, you know, I I was feeling horrible before. I went to my doctor or my friend and they said you need to change the way you're eating or I was taking eight meds and I wanted to get off the meds or I was I was uh, just 
feeling bad, I was inflamed, that I, I just needed to change. Right. You don't have to get into any of that. Or whether it's, uh, I didn't want to eat this way because I was um, uh, protecting, uh, uh, I, I felt there was a cruelty and harm to the animals that didn't need to be done or as an environmental issue. If you want to talk about that, great. But you don't have to. This is what you eat, and you're eating it because it makes you feel fine because of the environmental or the animal issues, or it makes you feel fine for those and a combination of how it makes your body form. You don't owe the other person an answer. You can just say, it makes me feel great. I love this food, and it works for me right now. Yeah, well, like you and I both, we had our aha moment or our light bulb moment where right. we it clicked and we said, "Oh yeah, this makes sense. That this is something I'm going right. to do." And the the stranger or the friend who's not quite on board or doesn't mm-hmm. understand it, they may not have had their light bulb moment. They may not have had their aha moment where they link food with how they feel. And uh, to for us to go in. And this happens a lot whenever you're you're early in the process because you, you go out, you get all this information, and you really understand how powerful this way is eating, and you want to share with everybody. Right, And right. you want to tell everybody who's not doing it that they're the dumbest person in the world because they're not doing this, they're not seeing it. <laughs> and that just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It's a, it's a huge mistake. I, I think I, I can't bring that moment to when I've done that, but I can be rest assured I did that. Yeah. I know I did it, and I just, at this moment in time, I I can't remember exactly experiences, but uh, I know I did that. Yeah. It, it, and that's, it, it almost comes by nature. You, like you said, you want to share. You want to say, hey, this is working for me. Or, hey, if you could stop eating and talk to someone else, you could, if you just stopped eating that and eat the salad, then, then or, or the, these vegetables, then these one, two, three, two, four things that are happening to you aren't going to happen to you. Especially if they just sat the last hour or two and told you about all their ailments. Mm-hmm. And you're going, I got the solution for them. And then you, you, you see them go to the restaurant with you and they've got a, a triple stack or a margarita and a... Uh, a, a, a a double beef burger uh, with chili cheese fries. And so it's kind of hard at that moment to leave it alone, but uh, sometimes it's just a better way to do it. If they want to help, they'll ask for it. Yeah. So, and that kind of circles around to another another uh, kind of subtopic I was thinking of is, is have you had any people who in the past have been pretty negative towards the way you're eating, but now they're more curious and they're starting to ask more questions, and they they kind of they may not really think, hey, this is something I want to do, but they're like, you know, I kind of want to know more about this. And I know that that it seems the longer I've been doing this, the more, especially with society, it's, plant-based is getting more and more accepted as a way of eating. Yes. And people's curiosity is kind of peaking a little bit. I think I've had that, but I've had it with mostly closer friends mm-hmm. and and. Close friends, longtime friends, uh, will chat. Uh, they're a little curious, and sometimes with um, 
distant relatives that I'm not around every day, but that I know of. And so we'll talk about those type of subjects. Um, so that's really where I've, I've fit in. And, and it's, it makes it easy because those are people I know and I'm close to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I run into that with coworkers a lot. The, my, my coworkers, I, they, they know that I'm, I eat a plant-based diet and, uh, they, they always ask if I want to grab something to, to eat when they order out. And I always say no, cause I've always packed my lunch. Um, but, uh, uh, I get a pat, a potluck or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I always add a little humor to the situation because I always say, Oh, don't worry. I'll just bring some vegan crap and then we'll eat it. So that way, <laughs> you know, that, that way their, their expectations are terribly high. But then, then when I bring something, it's usually something that's very, very tasty. Um, I could imagine that if I had gotten into a discussion, I, I stopped working about two years ago in a regular office. And at that time, many of the people there were still, the vast majority were still eating the standard American diet. For a variety of reasons, I'm not sure why I was visiting recently, and it appears that a lot of them have changed their diet. Uh, but uh, I didn't get a lot of questions, but there were times where people would ask me uh, how it worked. And I, you know, I just had why I was eating this way and what it was doing for me. And I just shared, as we've talked before, about uh, the, the, the benefits of it from, a, uh, um, from a how I'm feeling. Didn't get into all the blood count issues or, you know, my cholesterol went from this to this or for me, at least I didn't, or my, uh, 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 other blood counts and blood, blood testing data. I just simply said, you know, I, I talked about sleeping better. It, it works for me. I'm, 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 uh, I have more energy and I just, I just feel better. And, and I, I kind of left it at that and uh, went from there. I know sometimes it helps, too, to have, because a lot of people will have very common questions whenever they do ask, you know, where do you get your protein? Right. You know, I, I, and I find it's helpful to have very simple answers. And it's, a, you know, the easy question is I get my protein from the same place that the cow you just, you right. just ate got its protein because it didn't need another cow to get, to get you know, I get my protein from the vegetables, and uh, I, I will usually say to them, uh, if people do ask me the protein question or have those questions, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been lifting weights almost all my whole life and adult life since probably around 18, and I have not found what I believe is to be a decrement to my ability to do anything physically, if not a physically, I'm stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any task to to go down. Yeah. Uh, with age and joints, I, I I lift less weights because it makes perfect sense. Uh, lift 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 less uh, weight, but uh, I just simply explain to them that you know my protein is is sufficient to do everything I need to do uh, and maybe even more mm-hmm. and uh, so that's if that's happening to me I must be getting enough protein right yeah 
Yeah. And uh, another question people have is dairy. And it's the same thing. You know, you get your dairy the same place um, that the cow gets its calcium because right. the, 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 the cow doesn't have a osteoporosis because it didn't drink milk through its whole uh, right. lifetime. So same way with us, you know, if we get our calcium through our vegetables, which vegetables are a great source of calcium, uh, we shouldn't run into any issues. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I tell them that I get calcium from, and all these minerals and vegetables and stuff like that, uh, I'm getting through my plants and my fruits yeah, and my nuts and my grains and uh, it works. So one of the things too that, that I find can be helpful uh, is, you know, it, it's hard for us as individuals to make other people change, and, right. but they, they are sometimes curious and want to know things mm-hmm. uh, about how we eat. Right. Uh, a lot of times in medicine, what I'll do, uh, and it, it there's a, a lot of different things, but I'll try and tee it up for the next guy. Yeah. So, like I say, if if I have somebody who has a cold and I don't want to use an antibiotic, and the patient really wants one, um, sometimes I'll tee it up for the next guy, so that the next time somebody says, "Hey, you know, this is really just a cold. You really don't need an antibiotic." The, it'll start to kind of build. So, okay, so the next time they come in, you say that, or the first time, or the next patient for the next guy. So, okay. so the, or next girl that you know. The, right, right. So the uh, so because I'm not the only healthcare provider this person is going to see. Yeah. So in in your situation or in in our situation in in uh, out in the community, when somebody asks us a question, what we do and what we say, it may not be the thing that drives them over the edge to where they make a positive change. Right. But it's something to where whenever they go visit their doctor, then they say your blood pressure is high. You need to eat more fruits, vegetables, whole grains, eat less processed foods, and all that stuff. They're gonna think to themselves, "Oh, you mean like Bob?" Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because they can they can look at me and they can know that I come to the office every day. I when when we used to come to the office every day. But I came to the office every day. I wasn't out with illnesses. Right. Um I didn't come and share with them uh, about my ailments. And I know people did share about their ailments at the office because somebody would be gone. And they'd be gone for, you know, months. And I'd finally go and ask, well, what is, you know, this person or that person out for? And usually it was something unpleasant. A lot of times it was... Uh, cancer or something to that effect. Uh, but um, they could see me and they knew, and they also knew that Bob made the change. Right. They saw the Bob that weighed, you know, 173 pounds and was pasty. And they also saw the Bob that weighed 143 pounds and was eating the salads and stuff like that. And, you know, just as, happy as could be in the fruits and the vegetables and wasn't getting sick and wasn't getting sick to the doctor. Um, so they saw that. Yeah. I mean, change, change is hard, you know, yeah. and, and when people aren't ready for change, change is even harder. 
but people aren't ready for it. Right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They they don't they don't want to do it, but it's about planting the seeds, sharing what information that we can, so that when they finally do come to that realization, either it's they get it themselves, or you, Doctor Dan, or Doctor. Cheryl or somebody else has said, hey, look, there's another solution here. Because they're at wit's end. Right. And you're not just telling them, uh, it's time for uh, you to take this uh, anti-inflammatory. No. You're saying you need to go visit this medical specialist and that thing on the side of your body now, you have to have it checked for a malignancy, and you may have to have it removed anyway, and maybe that's enough to get them to go. Yeah. And then it opens the door for, for them to know that Bob, Bob's wife, that, and I'm thinking of one person I know who has a lot of ailments. That person may choose, and it's a family member mm-hmm. of mine, may choose if their doctor ever is able to, and with their own realization, get to them, that they can come to Bob, they can come to Diane and mm-hmm. talk. And if we, Diane and I, have not been judgmental irritants to them over the years, uh, that that they they will be able to talk to us. They, it'll be hard for them, right. but that versus if the last six or seven years with this one person I'm thinking about, we have been. You're going to kill yourself. You're going to have this happen. Your life is going to be horrid. You, and, and all those things might well be true, but I I don't focus on that. And I don't focus much because it's not one of my directs. It's one of my wife's directs relatives. But that they'll be able to come to us and talk to us. They won't feel that they were shunned and shamed for years. Uh, and we want to build up a wall and a barrier. Right. Right. Well said. So, let's see here. Well, uh, we're sneaking up on a little late in our podcast. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, I, I wrote down a couple things here that kind of summarize it. Number one, be nice. Yes. You know, I, that goes a long way. People, a lot of times when they engage you about this, they may be just trying to razz you a little bit, which, you know, there's no reason not to be razzed. I mean, it, it's... Nothing good gets accomplished by telling another person that what they're eating is, is, is damn awful. Yeah. Nothing good comes of that. Right. Right. Uh, a second thing I wrote down is is to be an example. So, yeah. it, it, you know, try and be consistent uh, uh, with what you eat. And if you have a bad day, I mean, people are going to pick up on that too. Right. You know, if you're, you're at Burger King and they catch you getting an Impossible Whopper and fries, you know, say, yeah, you caught me. This is... This is you the... say, you can, <laughs> or you can say, you got me and laugh, or you can yeah. look at them and say, you know, I'm not about being perfect. I'm about... Yeah. Uh, just progressing and trying to be healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And the third thing I wrote was be open to questions because one of the reasons why people would engage you because 
quite frankly, in their eyes, you are an anomaly. That you're different. You uh, are, and, and that's okay. You know, being different, especially today's day and age. You know, I, one thing I've learned as I've gotten older is different is good. Yep. Yeah. You know, different. different. Yeah. It, it, it it it's okay to let people ask questions. It's just, uh, and 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 answer them answer modestly. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and I uh, thank you, Bob. Oh, say, it's been a pleasure as always. Absolutely. It's great conversation. And to all our listeners out there today, thanks again for joining us. And go out there and eat some plants. Please contact us at www.heartlandrooted.com or on our Facebook page, Plant Pure Nation, Heartland Rooted, Quad Cities. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition.